Hey Achievers, this is Maya, founder of Healthy High Achievers. Join our global community and create healthier routines to avoid burnout and feel more calm and healthy. Let's get to it. Hey Achievers, welcome to this third episode of Maya's Peruvian Lifestyle. On Instagram, you voted for an episode on my daily life in Cusco, so here it is. First, I'll go through a typical day for me here, and then as always, I'll answer some questions that you asked me on Instagram. Are you ready? Let's dive in. 7.30 a.m. At this moment, what works best for me is waking up at 7.30 a.m. and starting with a meditation in bed. Sometimes my dog jumps on my bed and joins me, actually always, and I like using these hypnosis audios right now that I found for business success. These are great to get me in the right mindset and feel motivated to get things done and build the life I want for myself. 8 a.m., I like to use my first mental energy for creative writing. This morning, I created a worksheet for the membership of Healthy High Achievers on the vacation mindset. It's a tool achievers can use right before going on vacation to set the right intentions for their vacation, enjoy that time to the fullest with questions like, what will you pay more attention to? What do you want to feel like on this vacation? What do you need to cross off your to-do list before you go on vacation? And which activities will you do on vacation to feel more relaxed, spontaneous, or playful? This is also the time window when I would brainstorm my ideas for this podcast episode, for example. And I like to turn on some 528 Hz music or any other frequency on YouTube as background music to fuel that creative energy. Note that I have not turned on my Wi-Fi yet. I do use my computer, but my email is closed, my WhatsApp is closed, my phone is still in airplane mode, so that I don't have any external impulses, let's say, from the outside world just yet. 9 a.m. VA work. VA stands for virtual assistant. I used to be an office manager, and I actually initially graduated in management. And now I work freelance as a virtual assistant for two online entrepreneurs by now. I have another meeting when I'm visiting Belgium, so hopefully soon to be three. I work one or two hours a day on their projects, publishing, for example, um, publishing a blog post on their website, scheduling their Instagram posts, creating visuals in Canva using their branding, getting a video SEO ready for YouTube, like I do with mine, communicating with their clients and so on. This feels like my more stable income, like my baseline income. And then I have my other projects like Healthy High Achievers and singing, which are more fluctuating from month to month. Um, and let's say one VA client asks for about seven hours a week. The other client I have is only eight hours a month. So I can decide when I do this and send them an invoice at the end of the month with the actual hours I worked for them. I love how I can stay in touch with my previous job with, with this way, right? Or um, I like to stay in touch with what I'm naturally good at, being a manager, but I'm not super passionate about it. 
I like doing it for a while, but put me in an office the whole day and I get bored. So this feels like the perfect combination. And I actually just started with this about six months ago. It's very recent. So it's a quite new addition to my business life. 10 a.m. Okay, I got some of my most important work done. I created some worksheets and some materials for healthy high achievers. I wrote some content and then I worked for my VA clients. And now I'm ready for the world. I take a shower because, yes, I like working in, in my pajamas first. I eat my breakfast. Oh, and some of you were curious about what I eat here. So in the morning, I like to eat my oatmeal, forever oatmeal, <laughs> with chia seeds, maca powder, cacao, peanut butter, honey, some pieces of papaya, and on top with uh, some cinnamon. I can never get enough of this. And my friends are already laughing at me for eating <laughs> the same thing every day. But I can switch it up with different ingredients, uh, different kinds of proteins, different kinds of toppings, and have some variation like that. So only then I turn on my phone and I open my email to see if there are any important messages. I prefer to get work done first so that my mind doesn't get distracted over 10 different impulses like messages and notifications. I feel like when I turn on my Wi-Fi right when I'm in bed, like on the weekend, I might do that. Um, I, my whole day is a bit more scattered because I train my brain in the morning to divide my attention over a million things, right? And now I'm training my brain to wake up in a calm state, to focus on one task at a time. And that's kind of the, um, let's say the foundation energy that I set for the rest of my day. 10.30 a.m. I am ready to dive into my biz. Right now, I am preparing my launch for the Healthy High Achievers membership in October, which will be all about weekly planning or better flexible planning. This is where I teach my members how to plan your days without fully filling up every time slot that you have and really leaving space for flexibility and spontaneity. I often say that this is a mix of my Belgian lifestyle and my Peruvian lifestyle. Making plans or using time blocks is okay, but you need to have the flexibility to listen to your body and adapt to how you're feeling. And that's something I had to learn when I was only 15, struggling with fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue. So if you don't feel like seeing people, stay home. Feeling social? Go out into the world. I work on my business until 1 p.m. and then I have no more time blocks set up for myself. I can have lunch with a friend and just relax the whole afternoon. Or I can be productive if I feel like it and really want to get something done. Or like right now, it's the afternoon and I felt like recording this episode. So here I am. This system is what works best for me right now. But ask me the same question six months ago and it looked totally different. And that's also something that we will cover in the Healthy High Achievers membership. You go through phases in your life. You are constantly changing and evolving. And so, so should your schedule, right? Or your planning techniques, or even just the way you go about life in general. 
So you always have to recalibrate, listen to yourself, be very connected to yourself, listen to what works best for you right now, instead of just following one method that you find on the internet or in a book and try to stick to it your whole life, thinking that it is the only right way for every single human being always constantly on this planet. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll bump into a lot of frustration when you do that. Because your mind and body will start protesting after a while if this method is just not for you personally or not for you in the phase you're in in your life right now. 1 p.m. So at 1 p.m. I go for lunch. In Peru, lunch is the most important meal of the day. For only 2 or $3, you get a whole menu with a soup, a main dish, and a drink. Peruvian portions are so big that I always have a container with me. And I take the leftovers home, which is literally half the main dish. And that way I have my free dinner. <laughs> Peruvians love meeting up with friends or family for lunch. So I think this is the most social time of the day for me. Sometimes I go for lunch by myself. Sometimes I go with friends or sometimes I go by myself and then I see someone I know on my way, which constantly happens here. And then I and then we spontaneously decide to go together. The size of the city of Cusco is big enough to be a city, but it's also small enough to feel like a village. So when I walk on the street, I literally bump into five different people I know in just five minutes. And because life is so spontaneous here, my day might turn out completely different from what I had in mind. I had to learn here how to let go and just adapt, tweak, be flexible as the day progresses. So then the afternoon. As I mentioned, right now, I love working with the time blocks in the mornings and then flexibility in the afternoon. I might feel like going for a bigger walk with my dog when the sun is out, or I might just be walking around the city center and see who I bump into. Or I might feel motivated to work some more or get more hours in for my VA clients if it's a busy time. But sometimes I get a last minute call to sing at a hotel at 5 p.m. So then I decide to just relax in the afternoon and save up my energy to go singing in the evening. It's funny how I used to be so insecure and perfectionistic about singing when I was in Belgium. When I was a kid, I was dreaming of becoming a professional singer and fill up the arenas with people singing my song with me. And then I learned that it is not a safe job. It is hard to make money in music. I was only 12 or 11 when we were asked to give a presentation about our dream job at school. And I talked about becoming an accountant. I had heard that every business needs an accountant. You will always have job security. And now I think, isn't it absurd that I was just a kid when I gave up my passion because I had already learned that it's better to get a secure job? And isn't it absurd that I gave up my passion because I thought I wasn't good enough? Because I was comparing myself to Christina Aguilera. And why didn't I just pursue my passion? Be decisive about the fact that I can get better at it over time with practice. 
But at the age of only 16, I was beating myself up for not having the same technique and experience as freaking Christina Aguilera. I still don't, but I have three to four gigs a week at least. And no, I don't have her technique. I don't have her voice, but I found my own voice. So then I arrived in Peru, met some musicians, sang one song, and one of them said, Maya, how much do you want to earn? I was like, first, you will let me sing. You want to hear me. And second, you will pay me for it. And then after that, I had my first gig. People kept asking me to sing in this bar or in this hotel or at this event. And every time someone asked me to sing again, I felt surprised. They really wanted to hear me again. <laughs> so I always call this the greatest side effect of my life in Peru. I have two projects now. One is Maya and Piero. We're on Instagram, Maya underscore Piero. And we have our first song together and now we're writing the second one. The second project is the gigs I have at four and five star hotels with chill jazzy songs for people who are just having dinner, relaxing. And they often call me last minute. Hence the example of relaxing in the afternoon to go singing at 5 p.m. 7 p.m. Peruvians really don't care about dinner. <laughs> they don't make time for it. They just go about their life and they think, oh, yes, do I want to eat something? <laughs> Lunch is the biggest meal. And at this altitude of 3,400 meters, digestion is really slow. So it's healthier to, to just have a small bite in the evening and have um, a huge lunch, right? I might go for dinner with friends as a social activity, but otherwise I will boil some corn at home, which are huge here, and they eat it often with uh, cheese, or I'll eat some leftovers, or I make some soup at home and eat that. 8 p.m. As I mentioned in the first episode of Maya's Peruvian lifestyle called Social Life and Making Plans, Peruvians barely ever plan their free time or their social life. It is free time for a reason, right? I never know what's going to happen in the evening, but something's always happening. It's up to me to listen to my body and decide whether I want to see people and go out or just hang on my couch and relax. If you want to do nothing one evening in Peru, you really need to say no to everyone and everything and prioritize yourself. So this is how I got really good at saying no and being more selfish, let's say. I love salsa dancing and almost every night there's a possibility to take free classes and enjoy the practice time with other salsa dancers. In the salsa world, we call this social dancing. My favorite free sport is social dancing for an hour or two in the evening and then sleep before midnight. So basically, with the life I've created for myself here, I have the flexibility to work the whole day from the couch if I feel like it, or to be out and about the whole day. I always like to mix it up, work at home in the mornings because I can be very focused and productive in the morning um, at home, and then be out and about in the afternoons because after lunch, digestion is slow, like I said, at this altitude, and you're kind of more tired or it's harder to focus. So I might just see friends or I might take my laptop to a nice cafe and work from there a bit um, or rest a bit if I need to go singing in the evening. 
my combination of jobs now, managing healthy high achievers, um, working freelance as a virtual assistant, singing at bars and hotels, and also collaborating with some doctors as a functional medicine certified health coach, this combination allows me to be flexible. Uh, if, if we're talking about income streams, I am also renting out the other room in my apartments uh, to tourists. So I have like several streams happening at the same time, right? If one is not really working well, then the other one will give me more. So they're all constantly, one will be down, the other one will be up, then it's the opposite, etc. And I feel like I can manage my time and energy the way I want to. The danger is that I could be working the whole day every day, which does happen sometimes. And it does give me a good reminder to connect to my achievers, connect to my audience and remind myself um, of what I teach, right? To practice, practice what I preach. Yeah, preach or teach. The benefit is that I can rest when I need to. I don't have to push through and follow exactly what's in my schedule because I don't want to cancel. That's the feeling I often had in Belgium. We can make so many plans and then we don't want to change anything because it was planned as if that's like sacred or golden. Again, you can hear more about that in the episode Social Life and Making Plans, which is number one of Maya's Peruvian lifestyle. All right. Are you ready for the Q&A? Just sipping some tea here in my beautiful new green cup. As you saw on my Instagram, I love colorful teacups. Anyway, you asked me some questions on Instagram this week, and I'd love to address those. One, mm, what do you do differently there compared to Belgium? I thought it was a, this was a fantastic question. And so many answers came up. Um, number one, I have the space to listen to my body. I think that's the biggest different, difference as to how I go about my days in Belgium or in Peru. In Belgium, if you want to see your friends, you have to you have to make plans. Otherwise, everyone's already fully booked. So when we make plans, we also don't want to cancel, like I mentioned, because we might have said two weeks ago that we're going for dinner tonight. And if we cancel now, we have to pick another date in the future. And so you push and push and you go anyway, but you're not fully there because your body's asking you for a rest. Now, the fact that everyone here in Peru is just living in the moment and they don't feel bad about saying, you know, guys, I'm on the couch and I really don't feel like leaving. So let's meet another time. And that's it. So the fact that they're always acting like that, that's normal. It helps me to also be more flexible, be more selfish or actually just listen to my body more and that's it and yes Peruvians can get a bit too flaky about that but their influence does inspire me a lot so um yeah I always say that's why I always say that a mix of the Belgian lifestyle or western and the Peruvian lifestyle would be ideal Number two, what am I doing differently here than in Belgium? Well, I'm a professional singer here, right? And in the bigger scheme of things, I have more confidence. My entrepreneurial mindset is better here. And I think bigger than in Belgium. I see more possibilities. That's because Peruvians are very good entrepreneurs. When I mentioned to a Belgian friend that I want healthy high achievers to become as big 
as a couchsurfing community. He laughed, thinking it was a joke. But I literally saw in front of me people having healthy high achievers meetups all around the world saying, whoever started this movement, right? Not even knowing me. When I say the same thing to a Peruvian friend, they're like, oh, yeah, cool. Go for it. Yeah, it's going to be your reality if you put your mind to it. <laughs> so I am doing things here like being a professional singer that I didn't even dare to dream of back in Belgium. So I'm very grateful for that. Number three, I barely cook at home. <laughs> in Belgium, I have great recipes and my boyfriend always laughs at me for bragging about all the recipes I have, but then never really cooking here, right? And I love cooking and experimenting with, with my own desserts even. But here... All the good natural food is available right outside your doorstep, literally five minutes from my house. I have a whole market with even vegan and vegetarian food for only $1 or less. So I don't feel motivated at all to cook at home. And when I feel lazy, I might improvise with some rice, lentils, avocado, plantain, and some roasted pumpkin seeds on top. But that's it. That's my maximum. Okay, next question. When do you wake up? When do you go to sleep? I have times where I don't set an alarm because I have more gigs at night and I need more sleep. At this moment, like I said, I like waking up at 7.30 a.m. and meditate for a bit. Now, during the pandemic, I was going to sleep at 10 p.m. And I still feel like I'm at my best when I can sleep between 10 and 11 p.m. When I'm dancing salsa, I'm usually the first person to go home because I love sleeping early. I need to get at least eight hours in of sleep. And if I can, I sleep nine, even better, or 10. Nah. Okay, next question. Do Peruvians work less or more? I saw them partying a lot when I was there. <laughs> yes, Peruvians can party any day of the week. Seriously. But that doesn't mean that they work less. They actually work really, really hard. Tourism is hard work. They wake up at 3 a.m. sometimes or meet a tourist in the evening to brief them about the trek the next day early. Um, working on a Sunday is very normal. So basically, I see Peruvians partying the whole time, but also working the whole time. And I have no idea where they get the energy from. <laughs> I know some friends of mine who work at 8 a.m. and still they can go out a couple of nights in a row and they're fine. One friend told me that he just takes a nap after work before social life starts. So kind of like working, napping, social life, sleeping, right? I think in Western cultures, we're more attached to our homes, to being at home, to watching some Netflix. But the Peruvian culture is a group culture. And when they have no plans in the evening, they prefer just passing by a bar, walking around or asking around, see what people are up to and just go with it, join them. Okay, last question. And this one could be an episode in and out itself, actually. Do you have any tips on moving abroad? People, if you want this to be my next episode, please send me a message, encourage me. And oh, I just wanted to say my last episode about dating Latinos, I got so many messages of you encouraging me to finally publish my romantic novel. And so I did. 
it's available as an ebook on Amazon. I'll put the link uh, in the show notes below. And I wrote it like a diary. So it's a very easy, light read. Okay, so tips on moving abroad. Just go. That's my tip. Especially if you move to a more spontaneous culture like Peru, you need to be here in order to create your life here. You can't do that from your computer from your home country, okay? You can't be looking for jobs or apartments when you're still in your own country. When I decided to move to Peru, my family was like, but you don't have a job yet there? What are you going to do? And I said, well, look for one when I'm there, right? That's it. And I found one easily. But you need to be here and make contacts, make connections, put it out there in the universe. I believe that you need to take action first and then you get the ball rolling. Okay, show the universe that this is what you want. Move already, investigate, reach out to people so that you get that energy flowing and your intention rolling and then life will unfold itself. That may sound a bit woo-woo here or manifestation, but that's what it is. Take action and make contacts. That's my biggest tip. Now, when I had a one-way ticket, my suitcase ready, I was sitting on my bed in Belgium, looking around the room I had grown up in, and I was leaving behind now, and I told my mom that I was having my doubts. What was I even doing? Why? I like Belgium. I can't even have better life standards there. Why am I leaving? And my mom, wise as always, she said, Maya, just go. Go, try it out. If you don't like it, come back. It's that simple. And off I went. And now I have the same mindset still, thanks to her. Yes, for now, this is my forever. I feel very happy here. I was only 21 when I got to Peru and now I'm 28. So I basically grew up here. I feel more like a foreigner in Belgium than I do in Peru, but I don't know what life will bring. I don't know what I will feel like in five years, what I will be doing, where I want to be. So in any moment of time, I can go back. I can move back to Belgium. I can move to Brazil. I can change the course of my life if it doesn't feel aligned to me anymore. I evolve as a person and my life will evolve with me. Last advice, don't take this decision of moving abroad too seriously. Lighten up. If you feel this hinge that you want to move abroad, it's there for a reason. They say that a person comes into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. I feel the same about moving countries. This experience, this country, might cross your path for a reason or only a season of three months, or a lifetime, but who knows? We can't predict a future. We can only follow our intuition today and see where it leads us. It reminds me of my three first months here in Peru. I, had a, I created this quote in my mind that felt so true at that moment, because I had my life planned out and then everything changed. And in my mind, I always repeat that quote. You can make plans with life but life will have other plans with you. (laughs) So you need to go with that flow. Okay, like I said, I can do a whole episode on this one. Let me know if you want to hear that or if you say, okay, Maya, enough spiritual advice, on to the next topic. I'll be doing a new poll soon uh, on Instagram. As always, I'm listening to what you want to know about my Peruvian lifestyle to create the next episode. 
Now, thank you for being here with me on this one. And Cheevers, I'm wishing you a wonderful rest of your day. Take care. Dear Cheevers, I hope you liked this episode. If you did, please subscribe and share with your friends, anyone who needs to hear this. You're super welcome to join us at healthyhigherachievers.community as well. See you there.